0: We're joined by Howie Hawkins, who is the uh, Green Party uh, nominee for for governor this year, Uh, though, unfortunately, the state Democrats rewrote the ballot access law uh, so that uh, Mr. Hawkins name does not actually appear on the ballot, even though he won that right to be on the ballot uh four years ago when he got almost uh, over a hundred thousand votes uh for governor reason they asked uh, how we on today and i should disclose and you know, i've been involved with the green party uh, is that the uh second S- circuit uh court of appeals and the feds uh unfortunately just released a ruling on the lawsuit that the libertarians and the green party had filed challenging the law uh, that effectively killed uh, independent third parties in New York State. So, Howie, you want us to bring us up to date, and what did the uh, court rule on this week?
1: Well, first, people should know how the law changed. Uh, to to get and maintain a ballot line, uh, they changed it from every four years the governor's race to every two years, president and governor. They more than tripled the number of votes you need to get from fifty thousand to one hundred thirty thousand, or two percent, whichever is higher it's always gonna be 2%. So in 2020, uh, we needed 173,000 votes to get a ballot line. We didn't get that. So then we had to go petition. The old petition requirement was 15,000 in 42 days. Now it's 45,000 in 42 days. And they quintupled the number of signatures you need in half the congressional districts from 100 to 500. So they made it much harder. There were eight attempts to get a ballot line on a ballot. They all failed including one by the Republicans, Lee Zeldin, their gubernatorial candidate who got thrown off for photocopying 11,000 signatures, you know, on petition sheets and sprinkling them through his petition.
0: Well, he got thrown off trying to create an independent line, not as a Republican candidate.
1: That's right. They, for a, an independence line is what he wanted to call it. That was fraud, but he's on a ballot and we're not. Uh, so, we went to court when this law passed and basically said it's a violation of First Amendment political rights and 14th Amendment equal protection. And the district court ruled against us, the U.S. District Court. And that ruling, many of the facts were wrong. It's like they didn't read our briefs. You know, for example, compare in New York to other states. They said, well, other states have even more signatures. Yeah, but they have like a year to get those. We only have 42 days. So the judge didn't really know what he was talking about. And now the decision we just got this week from the Second Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals just announced the decision. They didn't explain themselves. They just said they affirmed the district court level. So, you know, the the courts don't seem to be a place where we can get justice. Yeah,
0: there was a court case recently, though, of leaving the state of Arkansas where a federal court went in the opposite direction, and, and said that the uh, efforts uh, by that state to increase the number of signatures uh, for parties to get on the ballot was unconstitutional. So it seems like there's inconsistency among the federal judges.
1: Oh, no doubt. I mean, I was the Green Party presidential candidate in 2020, and our ballot access cases, all the judges are hacks. They vote their party line. In this case, the Republicans voted to put us on, and the Democrats voted to put us off. In every court, in every election board, it's you know it's not looking at the facts in the law, it's partisan uh, judicial you know misbehavior. So yeah, it's hard to get justice in the courts. This is a democratic state; it's a democratic law. So our only option may be legislation, which you know we've got uh, ballot access across the country eased somewhat since about 1970, um, and most of that has come from. Legislation, not litigation. And I've talked with uh, Democratic legislators, and I think we can find sponsors for that bill, and then we just got to campaign for it. You know, most of these people know uh, New York's ballot access requirements are off the chart. They're unjust, unjust, and uh, they're suppression of political debate.
0: Well, well I also remember a number of years ago, I don't know if it's changed, but you know, more than half of the uh, ballot uh, litigation in the United States uh, was taking place in New York. And usually it was, um, you know, efforts by the two corporate parties to throw, you know, insurgent or independent or third party candidates off the ballot, because it's a lot easier to win an election if you knock off your opponents from the ballot.
1: Yeah, they're, they're ruthless. They, they attack each other within parties. It's uh, instead of letting the voters decide they, they, they try to do it by, you know, technicalities and lawyers, and it's it's a shame. It's it's not serving the democracy.
0: And now I assume the Libertarian and the Green Party, given the current makeup of the United States Supreme Court, is not going to be uh, uh, spending the resources to try to appeal to the United States Supreme Court. So where does the Greens, the Libertarians, go from here with respect to? Uh, you know, the right of third parties to independent third parties. They do allow the fusion third parties as long as, say, the Working Families Party is willing to, you know, cross to us, the Democrat for governor, or president, or the Conservative Party, you know, cross to us, the Republican for president and governor. They will remain on the ballot. But any party that says no to the two, two corporate parties, the Democrats have said, you know, you're not allowed to exist in New York state. So how, how are you going to proceed with that at this point after this ruling? I understand well, you're going to run a write-in campaign for governor. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I'm running a write-in. If we get 150,000 or so votes, uh, we'll get a ballot line for two years, and that will help the Green Party. It's a tall order, but uh, we're doing the best we can. Uh, the plaintiffs in the case are the Green Party, Libertarian Party, the co-chairs of the Green Party, two of the Libertarian Party candidates. I'm not a plaintiff, but I know the lawyers and the plaintiffs are – Now, looking at their options, they could ask for the full bench of the Second Circuit Court to review their case. They could go to the U.S. Supreme Court. They could take the case to the state courts. And I'll let them haggle that out. I think we'll do better with legislation, which is what I want to work on after the election, Um, as well as other things. We need a really inclusive democracy. You know, for third parties, you know, the spoiler problem is a problem. People think, well, we'll split the center-left vote if we vote for the Greens, so... And then the Republicans get in. So we got to vote for the Democrat, even if we like the Greens better. Ranked choice voting. Yeah,
0: I I mean, I've heard that recently this week. Uh, As you may know, the um, staff, state staff for the Climate Action Council is recommending that because uh, the Assembly refused to pass the one thing that the Climate Action Council had asked the legislature to do, which is to pass a building restriction that no new gas hookups or new buildings after 2024. You know, they're trying to push it back now a year. And, you know, apparently a lot of the environmental groups are saying, oh, 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 we can't stand up and protest this horrible decision, even though it's very bad for the climate, because it might help. Uh, people not vote for, you know, Governor Hochul and help Lee Zeldin. So we have to shut up until after the election about how poorly Hochul is doing on climate so that we don't uh, get Zeldin as a uh, governor.
1: Well, that's self-defeating, isn't it? Because they've just decided they're not going to demand what they want. They're, they're afraid to get a worse person in there. The person in there, Hochul, won't do what they want to do anyway. We're the only... Candidates running on the Green Party ticket, myself and Gloria Matera, if you want to write us in, you got to go down to the bottom of the gubernatorial column and write our names in that box. Keep it within the lines of the box so it will count. And we're the only ones supporting that. So if, you know, environmentalists want to support, uh, you know, any gas hookups by 2024 instead of 2025 and a whole range of other climate legislation, vote for the Green Party. Your vote is your voice. Make yourself heard. Otherwise, you get lost in the sauce because you're th- supporting someone who doesn't support what you support
0: well we only have about a minute left now new york city you know did recently enact rank choice voting, but only in primaries not in um you know um uh, general elections and not in congressional races there's a lot of concern recently that in the uh, congressional district number 10 uh with a lot a lot of Liberals, they in fact elected the most conservative candidate. So, in the last 50 seconds, where is ranked choice voting, proportional representation looking like in terms of legislature in New York?
1: Yeah, that was a dirty trick down there in, in New York City. They only did it because the Democratic primary, that's all that saw it really counts down there. They didn't extend it to the general election where the Greens would, could take advantage of it because that would have got rid of the spoiler problem. And then, as far as the state legislature goes, we want to have proportional ranked choice voting from multi-member districts. So you get proportional representation. And by the way, you get rid of this gerrymandering problem, because it doesn't matter where you draw the district lines when you have proportional representation of all the parties in proportion to the vote they get.
0: We're at a so, time. Our... Howie, you get a website?
1: Yes, hawkinsmatera, one word, .org for our gubernatorial campaign.
0: Thank you very much. Howie Hawkins, Green Party Nominate for Governor. This is Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.